Hello everyone and welcome to another creepy, spooky, and all-around fun time at the Zygnus Podcast, because we're in October! Woo! Worldwide headquarters! <laughs> yes! Uh, we, we are in... We are in October, that means it's going to be a month full of, as you probably heard from our different opening music, a, a month full of fun, creepy, paranormal, and weird stuff, so... Um, Do you know what's creepy? I didn't hear any music at all, oh my gosh. Well, you can't hear that as the as the host, but as the listener, you got to treat to a different type of music. I think you're pulling some fourth-dimensional, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff on me. Well, on that note, if I am pulling that fourth-dimensional, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff, my name would be... Zinger, I'm also joined by, of course, Ellie, and as always, Bird. I thought I was going to do Bird. Or as my name is in Among Us, Bird with seven Gs. Ah, yes, we could discuss Among Us at some point. I played it two games of it and was immediately the first one uh, thrown out of the thing both times, which I don't know how. (laughs) The first time I didn't even leave the the cafeteria. Oh, sorry. No, I I didn't even leave the cafeteria the first time. Nice. They're like, it was blue, and I, I'm uh, like, what? <laughs> I ended up playing somehow like four hours of it last night with some people, and <laughs> of the first eight matches, seven of them, I was the imposter. I was like, come on, what are the odds of that? It was it was like the first three, then I wasn't it, and then it was like four more times, and I, I came up with lots of creative ways to, <laughs> to convince people that it wasn't me. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we, we may be doing an Among Us episode because, I mean, we've got plenty of people playing it. might be fun to discuss and do, including uh, one of our daughters is currently yeah. playing it. Yeah, she and, loves it. And is it's got, Liara, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it is It is shiny Liara is is the one currently <laughs> playing it. Um, so, but anyways, on that note, so you tuned in for us to discuss some urban legends. We each got a list of urban legends we want to discuss and kind of talk about. And after that, we're going to do some news, because there has been some new stuff, but we decided to swap it, have the news at the end, and have the, of course, um, title of the episode at the beginning. We kind of did some news discussion there, right there, about Among Us, but you know what? We're going to move on, and we're going to move into some urban legend stuff. Uh, if I remember correctly, last year we did a video game urban legend, so if you're wondering about any of those, you're going to have to go to last year for that. Also, I think was there was... that last year? I think it was last year. So I was thinking about that earlier because, and then I was like, no, that had to have been earlier. But I was like, no, it's just that we've been recording for the past seven months remotely. Yes. That's why yes. That's why it was last year. Okay. I, then I'm not going crazy. Well, I'm, I'm double checking right now. No, we, we did do it. I always think for whatever reason, I was like, no, we only did that like a couple months ago. But no, it was definitely because I remember sitting in person with you yes. to discuss that. So. So you no, you are correct. It's just time. Time has no meaning anymore. Yes, time has no meaning except for when it's October because that means it's time for weird and wild stuff Ooh. on Zingness. So with that being said, um, who wants to start off with their first? I, I guess okay. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do this all three of them off the top, or do we want to no, do? No, let's, ra- let's rotate. Circle. It. Yeah. Circle. circle. All right. Circle. Uh, we're gonna go with Eric since he keeps chanting circle, and it will get him circle. to talk about something else other than keep saying circle. Well, then you're not gonna like it because my first is the legend of the circle. No, it's round. It's uh, it is round. <laughs> uh, so um, the first one I'm gonna talk about is 
kind of local-ish to all of us. Um, this is actually based out of Northern Virginia. They say, if you grow up in Virginia, you probably heard this. And I honestly, growing up in Virginia, never heard this. And if I did, I completely just forgot about it. But this is the the urban legend of the bunny man. Are either of you all familiar with this? <laughs> um, I'm going to say I have been in Virginia my whole life, except for when I was born, but I moved here so young. Um, I'd never heard of this before until Zinger was telling me about it. Uh, by the way, episode uh, 169 is the um, episode, and it is Video Game Creepypasta and Urban Legends. So if you want to check that out, that is from last year. Now, as for me, yes, I have heard of this urban legend. And a fun behind-the-scenes thing, we now have a group chat for our for, for the three hosts to, to be able to discuss stuff and everything. And so that we can do you know stuff a lot quicker and easier. Um, I had told Ellie, I'm like, I refuse to do the bunny man. I don't want to do the bunny man. I'm tired of every time I see list of states with like their coolest urban legends. Virginia's <laughs> is always the bunny man. Every yes. time I am like, there are ghosts in the freaking battlefields. There's tons of other stuff. Why is it always the bunny man? So I'm like, I'm going to have a rant before we start the urban legends and it will be on how I think, like, I can't stand the bunny man being correlated with Virginia. And, Eric, what did you post as your third topic? Bunny man! So, there's the behind the scenes. I am aware of it, but please proceed with this story. Yeah, so I was, I was like, looking up, like you were saying, because I already picked, I picked my other two, and I was like, I need a third one. And I was just kind of looking around, and I was like, I wonder if there are any from Virginia and I just every you're right everything that I came upon was the bunny man thing so I, and again having not heard of it I was just sort of like huh I'll look into it so what the story is is in uh 1970 there was a 10-day period where these two incidences apparently happened uh the first one was there was a couple of uh, a young man and woman and they were in a car and they had parked in a field quote-unquote across the street from his uncle's house which I think they were just getting ready to do some smooching, if you ask me. But uh, as they're there, they they noticed a guy approaching, and he was all of a sudden he got a like a hatchet or something and smashed their window in, and was telling them they were on private property and they needed to leave. And he was wearing a suit, and the the man claimed that it was he had bunny ears on, while the woman claimed it was a single point hood, like a pointed hood, like he was a KKK member. Mm-hmm. And so this guy. Uh, allegedly scared them off of private property. Uh, so 10 days after this incident, there was a, I believe a security guard or a police officer who saw this guy with an ax on a, on a um, front porch. And it was either abandoned or under construction and he wearing bunny ears. And he was like chopping away at it. And he had some dead bunnies or something. And he was threatening to kill the, the security guard or whatever with his ax as well. And then there's this tunnel. This is in, what is the name? For, uh, Clifton, Virginia. This is where this is, and which is in Fairfax County, which yeah, is I was about near, to say, uh, it, D.C. It, it's normally always in Fairfax. Yeah, I was going to say, Clif- Clifton is located within Fairfax. And there is a tunnel that goes over a highway, and it's a, it's a train tunnel. And allegedly, people would drive through and see uh, dead bunny corpses hanging from it that were left as a calling card of the bunny man. And so this has become a pilgrimage each year. People go there every Halloween. And I read how in like 2014, so many people were trying to go that police were having to turn people away. There was like this hours long line of just completely congested traffic 
So kind of a scattered start to this whole thing because I every time I looked something up about it, I would I feel like I got a different story and it was kind of just I wanted to do it just because it was local ish to us because we're you know, yeah. a couple hours from DC. Um, and I being a Virginia native, I had never heard of this before. So I just it was interesting and I I knew a zinger. I knew at least you had probably come across it. So, um, but yes, when I would even because it was even like I want to see if there's some other Virginia ones, and I know there are. But the one that kept coming off the list, like I was looking at um, Mental Floss, maybe or yeah. um, Insider, and it was one of those where it was like the best, the top urban legends from each state. And like it was several lists, and they were all Virginia was always Bunny Man. You're right. So, um, so yeah. So apparently, so the long story short, the TLDR is basically a guy in bunny ears threatening people over the course of ten days in uh, Northern Virginia. And then would leave dead bunnies as a calling card in this bridge in Chatham, which is in Fairfax, Virginia. So I Fairfax County. I have a question, and I have something else to put on to this to make it even more urban legendy. Go ahead, Ellie. Okay, so I have a question about the bunny man. So did he just did he just threaten people, or did he actually just threaten? Just threat. So as, so our yeah, our best know, urban <laughs> legend for Virginia is we don't kill people; we just threaten them. <laughs> <laughs> the most well known, I guess. Okay. You know, I didn't know it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I've never heard of it. I, like I said, and you know, Justin was telling me about See, it, but I, other than that, I've never heard of it. When I just saw it listed as Bunny Man, I was originally thinking it was going to be because they said it was from the DC area. I was originally thinking of Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko because that's oh. also set in DC. Oh, okay. And I was thinking it was going to be something like that, and they were going to be like, "Oh, and this was the basis for that." But no, it's a completely different thing. So. <laughs> that would have been cooler. <laughs> it would have been. been much cooler. I swear, I read somewhere to where like there was somebody that like had like a ton of bun- dead bunnies on them back in like nineteen oh five or seven, like 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 something to where like that was like the origin of where it originally came from. But yes, the. The continuing tale is the one you told. I just thought there was another telling of it to where there was a deeper origin that goes back I even think further. There was. I think because I think one of the things I came across said that people would embellish it over the years, where they would add like, "Oh, this guy's because he's like always oh, a supernatural thing," and oh, reports go back as far as like I saw one where it said like the first report I heard it was from eighteen seventy five or something like that and I was like that's all of a sudden got very weirdly like a hundred years prior. Yeah. Um I, I have the I have two books. There's one I mean they, they do them for a lot of the different states in the area, but I have the ones for Virginia and West Virginia and I know the bunny man's in that one and I forgot to grab it before we did this, but it's got like each one has like list of paranormal accounts. Is it the weird USA books? I no, it's something. It's something different. I'll I'll find it and send an image and post. I've no, I posted it before. As I'm as you're mentioning that, because I because there's the weird USA books and there's like a main like USA one, but then they do one for each state of like weird things. Maybe and it I is. have both of those. Which a I should have looked up and b I was like shoot I should have gone, I should have gone and seen all the other ones because I now that I'm thinking of it I was like oh yeah there's like a ton of urban legends. Yep. Um, that that are from Virginia too, and I probably could have found something better and more obscure, but. Yes, that was my because I had a hard time. I was looking through, and some things I'd be like, eh. "In fact, actually, some of the ones I almost looked at were ones you all had mentioned." So I'm like, "Well, I'm glad I didn't go with those." But yeah, so I figured I'd kick off with something a little a little local because my next two, when when it comes back around to me, are very international in origin. So are all mine. Hmm. hmm. 
Yeah, see, and I wasn't sure, so I try. I stuck to the United States because I didn't know if we were going outside. So that's all. I was like, eh. So I, sorry, sorry, minor, just in the U.S. I know me and you, long time ago, did like a Halloween special for another podcast where we recorded stuff for like local legends, and yes. you did something where it was like either a ghost train, yes, or something out yeah. of like near Richmond, and then I did out of place. Uh, the out of place animals that we've discussed a ton mm-hmm. for Virginia. So, because I refused to do the Bunny Man, this this camp again. Then I'm like, I'm not doing a Bunny Man. I'm gonna find something else. And it was, it, it was hard to find something compelling. But I'm sure there's plenty of stuff. But anyways, thank you, Eric, for that. Sorry, I am dogging the Bunny Man. I know there's someone out no, there. That's <laughs> that's fine. It, it it honestly was a very boring one. But the other ones, it was like, it was just like it was a it was local. And you're right, like everything was coming up with that, and everything else was either like way too complex. I'm like, I don't. I don't have time to really look into this. Or I was like, eh, it's been done. So yeah. I agree. It's a pretty lame one, which is why I'm like, I know I'm going to start this one off with that and get it out of the way. Well, thank you for, for, for getting the torturous one out of the way first. Um, <laughs> on that note, Ellie. Yes. You are up. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do one that is also somewhat local for us. Not very far from here. Um, Mothman. So- Aww. I, I, by the way, I was going to do Mothman, but not say it was Mothman. See how long it took before when you got it was Mothman, but... And then I would have been like, um, that's an honorable mention, because we and talk about Mothman all the time. You're actually wearing a Mothman <laughs> shirt today, so I can... I am. It's the one that's the Batman. Yeah. So Sorry, continue. It's fun. Um, let's talk about Goatman. Uh. Come on, I think it's kind of cool. But which one? There's so many. Okay, so the one that I'm talking about, um, and kind of what Eric said, and I think a lot of these urban legends are very similar to the telephone game, where it starts as one, and then somebody else tells it, and it kind of changes along the years, and, you know, different and interpretations. And why they're urban legends. Yes, sir. Um, My This one voice. is, um, it basically originates out of Prince George County, Maryland. Uh, it's pronounced Maryland, but... it It's not, okay. but... Okay. Um, this one is... At least the version I looked up, it was um, fairly newer. Uh, the other ones that I have are, like, much older. Like, the first accounts are, are much older. Yes. Um, but this one's around the 1960s, 70s. Um, different versions, depending on... Who's telling it? Uh, there's been some people that said the goat man is in the same family as Bigfoot. Uh, some people say that it was an experiment that went crazy at the Beltsville Research Agriculture Center. Um, so there's just, you know, there's another one where it's like there was a goat farmer that went crazy after some youngins killed some of his goats. Um, so I, I guess it just, it just kind of depends on which story that she went with. So, um, like I said, it just depends on um, which one that you have heard of, if you've heard of this one before. But it's basically a half-goat, half-man being um, that has the head and hind corners of a goat and the body of a man. And he likes to get down and dirty and kill people. So there's murders. Murders. Murder. But I don't murder. murder, she said. Um, but yeah, I don't. I didn't bring up a lot about it. But I just thought it was interesting. Just 
I always like the kind of combination animal people things. Um, it always makes me think of the one anime that we like with the where he's kind of mashing like people and creatures together. Sailor Moon. Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Oh God, I'm sorry, Riku. Riku, I'm sorry. <laughs> Riku, I'm very sorry. This was unintentional. How's your day going, Riku? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. Wait. Let. Rewind real quick. Hey, Rico, how's your day going? Ellie, what what anime? <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. Well, hey, Rico, how's your day going? I've only seen the... Uh, I didn't ever see Brotherhood. Oh, God, you need to. It's I so know, I know. I keep... I, I think it's because when I first watched the full original one, I never... I didn't want to just turn around and then rewatch it again. It's, it's worth it. It's, it's then, so much better. Now, the I first know. one's good. I've I've heard that from you a lot that is it's it's better. Well, you're probably gonna hear it from Riku now, and okay. also I'm gonna get yelled at because that was completely unintentional, <laughs> unintentional. Okay, I'll unintentional. ask later why you're gonna get yelled at. I don't understand. Oh, it's 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 a great joke, and I want to keep Eric. Eric knows what it's what it's okay. about. So, but oh, yes. but I just I don't know. I've always I've always thought that was interesting. Um, just that whole thing, splicing and all that. So I just. I thought that was a good one to start with, is The Goat Man. All right, so so I'm up now. Um, mine is actually, I, I don't know if this has been completely debunked. I feel like it has, but it's a great urban legend because it, it kind of grew and grew and grew, in my opinion, and it's probably something no one's ever heard of here, so I can't wait for this one. But uh, mine is the, I'm going to say the, the Fresno... Nightcrawlers. Ooh. Eric, have you ever mm. heard of these? I've heard of Fresno, and I've heard of the X-Man Nightcrawler, but I have not heard of the Fresno Nightcrawler. Is this the video you were having Yes, this is the video I showed okay. you. Okay. Uh, Eric, I, I will message you the video afterwards so that yes, you can see it um, and everything. I, I'm trying to find, like, okay, wait, I might be, okay, wait, I can share this, and I can share it with, okay, cool, I can put it in the group. All right, I am learning how to technology. Um, it's in the group, Eric, if you want to watch it. But um, the footage was originally caught on a surveillance camera in 2007 outside of Fresno. And it, right, security footage alone freaks me out, so like I'm very excited to see this. So what it is, is, and I know this sounds dumb. I know it does. It looks like a pair of pants walking on its own. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm I'm waiting because it's it's playing a, it's playing a beer ad right now. Perfect. Um. So there we go. So I'm 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 gonna wait real quick for Eric to get to the get get to it. But but yeah, it's basically for you at home if you want to look up. It's the Fresno Nightcrawler. It there is a video also of it at Yos Yosemite National Park as well, where it's got like a smaller one with it. But basically, it's this jittery moving pair of pa pair of legs that seriously look like someone took a pair of sweatpants white sweatpants and like tied it off at the top or something and everything and it, it just it just walk it's it's one of those things that security footage is always creepy to watch especially depending on how good the security camera is because if it's really like glitchy it makes it way worse um yeah at at my previous job one of my things was to keep an eye on the security cameras and i worked in a place that was downtown it wasn't like it wasn't anything weird, but they they like had cameras facing outside and everything. And certain employees, when they walk in, would just sit there and stare directly into the camera every now and then. So it was funny because I put, I like glance up at it and see them, and it was just always weird 
Because, like, you would normally see people coming, but every now and then you get somebody that would catch you off guard. And it's great, because if I had the doors open, you could hear me, like, jump and yell from being shocked by it. Um, you, you know what? I think I have seen this. Sorry, I think I have seen this because I'm at the part where they embossed it, and I feel like I remember seeing this. So, so, um, this caught on big time when it was um, picked up by the, in 2010, by Paranormal. I mean, sorry, Factor Fake, Paranormal Files. And it was um, chalked up to an unexplainable. They couldn't recreate it accurately enough. They, like, did, like, a ton of analysis of it, tried to recreate it. And it was something that, like, was just creepy and weird. And I think that's where I picked up on it the first time. But since then, people have pointed out, like, local tribes, Indian tribe, sorry, Native American tribes in the area, like, have lore of, like, these creatures and stuff. And there's been, like, this whole lore that's been around them as well and everything. Like I said, I don't know if this was proven fake later, but it's always something that has creeped me out because... I, I don't know what I'd do if I, like, was walking by the door or walking by a window and glanced outside and saw, like, an alien standing there or a Bigfoot. I really don't know what I'd do if I saw a pair of pants walking across my yard. I think <laughs> that would be the, the like, I, I don't know. It's just a, a guy standing there with a blood. Hold onward. Do what? Pixar did it and it's called Onward. I, oh, my God, they did. <laughs> they did do that. Oh my gosh. Am I secretly actually terrified of that movie and that's why I enjoyed it? <laughs> but but no, I'm, I'm like, if, if I saw like someone standing out there with a bloody axe, I just kind of shrug. But if I saw a pair of pants just walking by and then the pair of pants turns and sort of looks at me and then keeps walking, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm done. Because what do yeah. you do? How do you fight a pair of pants? I said this. And it's not even... And especially with that, because, like, looking at that, it's not just like, oh, it's pants walking, like, the way they're kind of, like, flopping around, and it's not like, here's a clear waist. It's almost like, it almost reminds me of, like, a, uh, like a wishbone kind of yeah. shape. Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of, like, fl- and it's kind of floppy. It's very, like, the more I, I looked at it, the more, at first I was like, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous, but the more I saw it, I'm like, this is kind of creeping me out. I'm going to stop watching it now. I always, okay, from very young, and I've gotten over this, I always had a weird thing with puppets, to where, like, it just... I don't know, it just didn't settle right with me. Maybe I saw, like, Labyrinth or something when I was way too young. It just, or I guess Dark Crystal or something. I don't know, I saw something that it didn't settle right with me. I say that in Star Wars I was fine with. Um, Sesame Street I was fine with. But, like, it was just something about, there's, like, an uncanniness to, like, the walking and everything with these. That I don't know, it just, it, it rubbed me in all the wrong ways when I saw it. And it continues to be something that I'm just kind of like, eee about so that that's why i wanted yeah. to pick it because i figured it was a fun one also uh this was from california off of a off of when i was doing my research i saw it for a few of them for the state of california and i think i'm not don't quote me on this but derek from monsters among us might have had a report from one of his people of one of these for his call-in show so don't quote me on that but i think he has had one of these reported so i don't know it's weird hmm. anyways um eric i think we're back to you Okay, back to me. All right, so this next one takes us to Japan. And this is the urban legend known as the Man from Torrid. I love this. I um, love this so yes. much. I And I think we've maybe talked about this on the show before in other contexts as well. Maybe it's come up or briefly. I think but, we uh, have. So 
Yeah, I and, definitely and think and we I have. I don't think we explained it much. We just kind of mentioned it and kind of were like, hey, it's the man from Torrid. Oh, that's great, or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, the story takes place in the 1950s in uh, Tokyo's airport. International flight lands from Europe. And a man gets off and he's asked to present his passport. And uh, the, the agent or whatever the gate is looking at it and is like, confused. So he calls some other people over and they confirm. They're like, sir, where are you from? And he's like, oh, I'm here from Torrid. And that's what his passport says. His passport says he is from the country of Torrid. However, no one knows what country he's talking about. So police pull him aside and... The, some versions of this go that not only does his passport say that he is from this country of Torrid, it's stamped with the passport stamps from other countries, including Japan. Mm-hmm. So it's been stamped and it's legitimately gone through other other customs before. So he's pulled aside and they take him to a room in the airport and police come and they, they show a map of the world. And they're like, please point on this map where Torrid is. So he looks at it and he goes, well, it should be right about here, but I don't see it. And so, and he kind of points to the area where there's the little tiny nation of Andorra, which is between France and Spain. But he's like, it's like in that same general area. But he's like, no, it's uh, this is where it should be. Why isn't Torrid on this map? Um, kind of insinuating that it's much bigger, but in the same location. And he says it's been around for over a thousand years at this point. Uh, so police don't know what to do, but they're like, we can't just let you in because you're from a country that doesn't exist. So they put him in a hotel for the night. Um, they say it was like on the fourth or fifth floor or something. Um, they have guards standing outside so he can't get out. And the next morning they come to get him and he's gone. There's no sign that he left through a window. He's up high in the floor. He couldn't have left. He couldn't have gotten by the guards. This guy, this man from Torrid has just disappeared. So... The the theory is that somehow on this flight, he somehow went from his dimension to our dimension. And when he landed in Japan, um, he's been to Japan in his world. Uh, but in this one, no one has been to Torrid because it doesn't exist. I love this story. I cannot remember what podcast it was, but if I can find the audio, I'll do like a Patreon thing. I did a first person like storytelling for them for like once again another halloween episode <laughs> from the point of view of the guy of the man from torrid like i i did it like to where hmm. the story was being told by me as the person who was from torrid huh. i because I, because they're like just just do like one of your favorite cryptid stories and i was like or weird stories and i was like know exactly which one i got this has yep. always intrigued me and has always kind of been a head scratcher because once again, it's one of those things that has that urban legend to it. Of I'm sure it's it's one of those things because I like it's it's before the modern age of like stuff being tracked better and everything. Right. So it's, it's there was no hard, internet. Yeah, it's 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 hard to completely scrub this from from the records. I feel because I feel like it's been like snoped and everything, and people have been like, "Oh, this didn't happen," right. but yet it keeps creeping up because it's such a good story. Ellie, what do you think of this? I think it's really neat. It kind of makes me think of um, what's that one Stephen King? It was based off of a short story. I was about to say one Stephen King. That's hundreds of books. Where they're on like the plane and they go to a different. Oh, the Langoliers. Yeah, I just I don't know. It just kind of gives me that like weird vibe of like 
I don't know, but it, yeah, I think it that sounds really cool. I'd never heard it before, so that was I really neat I told to you that, that before. I don't always listen when you're talking. Great. Um. So on that <laughs> and note, just, and, it, and it's just and it's very weird to think too. Like I just think about like okay, say this was real. Like you got to think about all the circumstances. Like this guy got on a flight and somehow in a parallel universe he like slips through and it happens to be when he lands he's in a world where there is no torrid and then but then if you think if you think about it like a plane landed in japan minus in japan in this alternate dimension that didn't have this man or somehow he had to have popped into the plane completely unnoticed by everyone else yep um yeah that's just it's just weird to think and one thing too that i always found interesting is every every version of the story that i've read says that it was like an unusually hot day that this happened I don't know why that detail seems to always be, every time I've read anything about this, it it always seems to be a detail mentioned, but it's just, it always sticks out to me. It always mentions that it is like an an unusually hot day that this all takes place. Uh, If I remember correctly, when I did the story, I think I had it to where the character quote unquote wakes up from like a nap on the plane. And that's how it's explained how like he doesn't realize it. Like I said, it was just me kind of, I, like I said, I, I'm going to dig through and see if I can find that audio. Because a lot of times when I do yeah, stuff for other podcasts, I just kind of toss it like to the side afterwards if it's just like a short story thing or something. But I'll, I'll, I'll dig through. i, I got to have it somewhere. Um, I wish I could remember what podcast that was for now, too. Like I said, I wasn't prepared for all this in it wrangling around in my brain. But um, I don't know. Okay, so quick, quick one. Which is creepier? Because this does sound like a um, cutting room floor from the... Um, from not the scary door. Twilight Zone. There we go. I was like, I'm going to say the yes. Futurama one. Uh, which <laughs> is worse? having gre- Thinking you're seeing gremlins on the plane and being William Shatner or just being this guy who might also be William Shatner? I don't want to see gremlins on a plane when I'm up in the air, no. I think the more visceral one is the gremlin on the plane because it's the, it was like tearing it apart. But I think the more just low-key slow burn but very unnerving one is the torrid one i'm tell. i think the, the the low burn one is is the torrid one because it, it it slowly is the guy crazy it like like i, I don't know I, I feel like i feel like there's so many ways you could do that to make it like a terrifying story in yeah. the sense of like a like, like a mind game thing also if it was of course sean, i mean not sean connery um will william shatner be i am from torrid it's me, the man from Torrid. And it would just do a nice slow pan up to his face. Yes, perfect. I, I am down for that. Um, all right, Ellie, you ready to go with your next one? Yes. So I would like to talk about the liquor. And the lick. Okay. I... Lick-er, not liquor. So L-I-C-K-E-R, not booze. I, I get that, and I think I, <laughs> I I was trying to guess which which whichever one of yours was, and this one was one I got in my head. I'm gonna see if it's right. Does it involve a dog? Yes. Okay, I saw this one too. This, so, this is a fun one. So I too. This is one of the ones I almost did. Like, yeah. Oh. So so we're not talking about the um, one of the monsters in Resident Evil because there is a oh, yeah. liquor in Resident Evil. Uh, I think they just got apparently a green light to have a show on Netflix. Uh, sorry for news to slip into this real quick. Anyways, I have continue. that written down. Oh, okay. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll discuss yeah. more of it later. Continue. <laughs> um, so this is an older one. Uh, this this was one that was like late 1800s. Is kind of the first 
time there's been a record of this telling um it has changed a little bit some the the main one is basically um one of the versions was there was a, a girl had a dog um would have the dog like lick the hand you know if she dangled it over her bed or, or whatever but the dog would constantly lick her hand uh she heard this sound um, kind of like a dripping sound. So she went to the bathroom to check it out, turned the faucet off, went back to bed. And then when she woke up the next morning, um, she finds her pooch. Um, well, this is kind of a family show, so we'll just say no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then written in blood. Written in ketchup. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> written in red acrylic paint. Mm. Um, Blood colored. <laughs> it basically said humans can lick too. You, you forgot to include the part that when she went back to the bed, the dog continued to lick her hand. Well, yeah. I, oh, I thought I said, well, okay, yes, I was. See, you got it. With these urban legends, details are important because people cross check them all the time and they're Always not lining up. Yeah, so, no, but yes, the constant licking I thought I allude to, alluded to, but yes. um, but yeah, so when she went back to the bed, there was still licking, and then when she woke up the next morning, so it's just that message of you just never know who is um, wandering around your house. Um, there were stories through the years where it was, it wasn't a dog. Uh, it, the dog wasn't involved anymore. It was like this hairy human thing. So it's it's changed a little bit here and there. But that's the main story that I found over and over was the one about the dog in the bathroom. Um, so I, I don't know. It's pretty creepy. <laughs> um, it definitely makes me not want to. Well, we don't have dogs. So if there was something licking my hand. Yes, it would definitely concern me. And with our low um, platform on the bed, <laughs> yeah. if there's anything under that bed, it'd... <laughs> I got more questions besides what is yes. licking me. <laughs> yes, so, so um, yeah, it would definitely make me think um, before uh, having any appendages kind of leading you, off You know, bed. okay, this, this is a quick thing, something that I know some people... Um, I know some people are like freaked out to hang their foot so like foot or arm off the side of the bed. Are any of you people one yes. of them? You 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 can't I, hang. I feel weird. Yeah, I don't I don't feel comfortable with doing that. Eric, what about you? Uh, I when I am trying to go to sleep, I don't like the idea. But then I'm a tosser and a turner, so I will wake up with my foot or my arm hanging over, and at that point, I'm just like yeah, whatever, and I roll over. But yes, when I'm go <laughs> when I'm trying to fall asleep. I gotta be like I can have a foot sticking out of the covers, but I can't have it sticking over the edge of the bed. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. not. No. And as you know, Ellie, from how I sleep, oh I will God. sleep with like my leg off the side of the bed sometimes. Like I said, he we have a low with like half of his body off of the bed sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? How is that comfortable? Well, it's we we, we have a very like um, I guess more Japanese yes, it is Japanese style to where how our bed is, so it's very low to the ground and everything. So it's one of those things like I can literally put my foot off the bed and have it resting on the ground, and it's yeah. not like discomforting at all. Like I said, since there's nothing really to like grab me from under the bed or anything it it it's just i have no and i know there's some people that like freak out about that and i'm like i'd be a snake great great 
like a big bow constrictor teach your foot and then Ooh. just like moves its way up. Great. Awesome. All right. Now I guess I'm not <laughs> doing that anymore. And not not that I have a fear of snakes or anything. It's just one of those things where I'm just gonna put my foot over the side and I'm gonna be like, hmm, snake, and then move it back. Also, a snake could lick your foot too. So yes, there there we go. There's the thing that would be under the bed. Thanks, Eric, for giving me continuing nightmares. Whose turn is it Anytime, now? Buddy. Yours. It's, it's up to me. All <laughs> yes. right. For my second one, I'm going with something that I, I, I guess this is a, I guess chalk it up to Zinger kind of pulling an audible and technically making a weird one in here for this. I'm going with the wild hunt. And I know what the witcher. You, I exactly. I was about to say, I know you both <laughs> thinking the witcher and everything, but there's actually a lot of European folklore involved with a thing called the wild hunt. And in different regions of Europe, it's known by different names. It's known to have different people leading people or gods leading it so i have chosen to go with the norwegian one where it was in where it was odin's wild hunt where he would ride across the sky with like a ton of the like aesir gods and everything or vanir gods with them and everything and like ride to go hunt these these beasts and everything and it was said that um like like there was something that said that if if you're if you were below a, a, a yak's ear or something, you, you were safe because they don't ride lower than that. So you would just have to duck down when they flew by and everything. But it would be like them hunting across the land for, like, um, creatures, stuff like that. And it would happen at night and everything. And it was like a, it was like a you know, a big thing that, that would happen. And there are a lot of things that kind of point to maybe this is where certain myths of like santa claus or something like that came from might have originated from this riding through the night and everything because it normally happened during the winter months and everything it was like their big hunt to find you know these big creatures like boars or deer or mythical creatures and everything so it's it's a cool story like i said i'm only going with it at the norris side of it where it was odin woden Vodin, whatever you want to call him um, leading it and everything. Like I said, it's just cool because it's in current uh, myth and stuff thanks to the Witcher games and books have it mentioned in there. So it's just something that it's, I just found it very fun and interesting to mention that in here. And also apparently there's like some folklore to where like you're supposed to keep you know, certain animals locked away during those nights and stuff and everything. I can right. I, I could just imagine this being told around a campfire and everything too to... Like like during the dark nights that we're going to be getting into soon in the the season of fall into winter, so I guess I should save this for our winter episode. Hmm. Oh well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I, I I think I I Ellie and me both said we had short ones. This was my short one, so I tried to pad it out a little bit. Ellie, did you know that the Wild Hunt was actually based on something from folklore? By by the way, the Wild Hunt in the game, uh, Witcher game, is completely different from this. Yes, I have heard that story before. Was it from me? No. Oh, I see how it is. Yeah. Eric, what about you? I still like it. Though. It sounds. Cool. It sounds familiar. Um, I'm not really remembering where I heard it, or even if I did, but it does sound like it's a familiar kind of thing. And yeah, I totally can see where um, that would kind of evolve into the um, the idea of like Santa Claus or Saint Nicholas or yeah. I mean, like I said, like it's. That. There is um, tons of different, like, 
everywhere has like different deities or different people that that led it including some kings and stuff like that would lead it so yeah. it's really cool like, like i said just the that, that this myth kind of it i guess it shows how myths spread in certain areas because it's very localized to europe uh western europe and everything so i don't know it's, it's just cool it's just something that like i said was cool and now you have a stupid fun fact when someone mentions the Wild Hunt video game. You can be like, ah, oh, it's based on this. And then get promptly punched by somebody for being that person. You're welcome. <laughs> well, and you know, it kind of also reminds me of um, the the plagues uh, in, in Egypt in the Bible oh. where yeah. they come at night and take the firstborn son. Um, just kind of reminds me of that as well. But you kind of get your... Get your animals inside. It's sort of the hey, put paint some sheep's blood on your door. Yeah. To stop the the the, the god plague thing from taking your firstborn. I, I th- think Odin would just take whatever was around. At, he, at, yeah, I, I guess at, at yak ear height, um, or goat ear height. I I, I can't remember. I want to say yak, <laughs> but I feel like I'm saying that. And someone's gonna be like, uh, actually, yaks were not indigenous to that area, so it couldn't have possibly been Ellie. Are you? No, Eric's up. My turn. All right. So for my last one, um, I am doing a little thing called Paul McCartney is dead. What? The Beatle? Yes, that is correct. You heard it here first. And not only is he dead, he's been dead since 1967 or 66, depending on which version of the story. Um, this is actually uh, a, an urban legend that I am really fascinated about. I first heard about it. I remember it was right after I graduated college. And I was back home. This is like before I started working. I just graduated. I was back home with my parents for a couple months. And they had a book about it. And I started just, I was like, I'd never heard of this. And I started reading it. Totally fascinating. But uh, the story goes, uh, in 1966 or 1967, one day, it's the height of Beatlemania, um, the four Beatles are recording. And they have a fight over something. Paul McCartney has a disagreement with the other three. Uh, so he storms off in a huff. He gets in his car. He speeds off. He is in a horrific car accident, is decapitated. Whoa. And just, he's, he's yeah, he's, he's dead. He is, he is no more. Um, so there had, as the rumor goes, there had been a Paul McCartney lookalike contest. And the person who won that uh, ended up replacing Paul McCartney from that point until the Beatles broke up and into the present day. Um, the Beatles were so racked with guilt by this that they and they were basically told you can't tell people this it would be too demoralizing it's going to cause the breakup of the band um so what they felt they needed to do as as they felt they owed their fans uh was hiding clues in their artwork uh on their albums and in their songs itself and themselves so some examples of that in strawberry fields forever there's this really low pitch kind of sound and if you listen to it People think that it's the voice is saying, I buried Paul. Mm-hmm. John Lennon went on record saying, no, I'm it's because it, it was him doing the voice. And it was all like slowed down and reverb. And he goes, no, I'm saying cranberry sauce. But a lot of people. But if you listen to it, it you can you, you can see where it could be either of them. Um, on the cover for Sergeant Pepper's uh, at the bottom, you know, it's got it's kind of the big group shot with all the, the, the with the Beatles and then all the different figures and stuff like that. And then in front of them. Uh, the word they're, they're, the band name Beatles is spelled out in flowers in red flowers, and after the S in Beatles, there's a formation of some other red flowers. And if you because of how it's sort of like at, a, at an angle, it looks like an O. 
So people took that to be not Beatles, but make that an O at the end, and it's be at Lesso. Lesso is a Greek island where apparently he is supposedly, Paul McCartney is supposedly buried, uh, and that was telling fans where he was. And then uh, my other favorite one is the, um, the cover to Abbey Road, the famous one where they're on the crosswalk. Uh, John Lennon is dressed all in white and is said to represent God. Uh, the next one in line is Ringo Starr. He's wearing a black suit, and he's supposed to be the minister who gives the service and the eulogy for Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is wearing a suit, uh, kind of a dark blue suit, and is barefoot, and he is, that is right. And that is his lookalike, re- lookalike representing mm-hmm. the dead Paul McCartney. Um, and then the last one in line, George Harrison is wearing uh, denim pants and a denim shirt, and that is said to represent the grave digger who is putting him in the ground for good. And the other thing to note is um, John, Ringo, and George are all in step, but Paul has the other, I think they had their left feet out, but um, Paul has his right foot out. So everyone's like, oh, he's out of step with him because he's dead. So the, what was actually happening was at this time, I think the stress of fame was getting to him and he and Linda McCartney and their kids had retreated to his, his kind of chateau or whatever in Scotland. And he was kind of out of the spotlight for a little bit. And I think that's what kind of started leading to this rumor of um, him having died. But he's gone on to, but then he went on to record saying, "No, no, I'm alive." But everyone's like, "No, you're not. That's your fake saying that." So, um, yeah, I just always found that. And, and so the rumor actually, uh, I don't. So all this started happening, and apparently this started spreading on college campuses in Europe and the U.S. And it's just, it's just interesting how in this very decades before there was personal computers, internet. It's the kind of thing like it reminds me of like when you see the thing where, oh, did you hear the news? Um, uh, Will Ferrell died in a skydiving accident. And so there's like a brief like 15 minute period where everyone on the internet thinks Will Ferrell died until Will Ferrell comes out and is like, no guys, I'm okay. Yeah, and then it goes um, away. It kind of reminds me of, yeah, exactly. And then like five years later, you'll see someone share that post yep. and they'll be like, oh my gosh, did you all hear that? But then you click on it and you see it was shared like six years before. Someone did that, I think, with like an Adam Sandler one the other day. And I was like, um, did you see the date on this? He's fine. <laughs> um, but I just I just found it to be a really fascinating thing. Um, if you look at all these, I mean, I listed just a few, but there are all these clues that allegedly point to him having died. And it's just really interesting where it's a bunch of coincidences or looking hard into it. But if you think about it, in that manner of, is this really a clue for Paul McCartney's death? It's really interesting to kind of be like, well, you know, maybe, maybe he did die. It's just, the, it's, it's, I think it's kind of fascinating. I just, I'm worried that your, I hope your knees are okay from that giant leap you made from the, he's buried on like Lento Island or whatever. Lesso. Lesso <laughs> Island in, in the Mediterranean, which I, I know. If I know my English people, I know how much they love the Mediterranean. They love being buried in Greece. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it's it's actually that that should have been one of our urban myths that we proved true. Um, yeah, th- see, up you 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 took my third one. Um, no, I, <laughs> I okay, I I've got a shocking thing to say, and I hope it doesn't go to to awry. I understand the significance of the Beatles. Are the Beatles big in like my musical category? Not really. I've I've ne- I like every now and then I'll play a Beatles song and I mean every now yeah, and I was then. Say, I've been around you a long time. 
It's very rare. Right. It, it is. It's like once a year, maybe. But it's one of those things that I understand everyone's love for this, and this is something that's popped up, and this one is the one that I find interesting, because like you said, this existed pre-internet. This was something that spread, and the evidence is so flimsy, yet so weird, that it's like, you almost have to believe it. And and the stuff I get is the, because when you were saying, I'm like, isn't he barefoot in the Abbey Roads photo? And then you said it, and I was like, there it is. Because it's, it's, it's all these weird things, and I'm like, I wonder if they were even thinking about half that stuff. Like, not to say with, like, Zygnus stuff, I think stuff through or anything with stuff we did. But if we ever, like, did a photo shoot or something, and it's like, oh, did you notice Eric was the only one wearing an off-white shirt in the photo? Oh, man. It's, it's like... You know what that no, means. No thought process would have gone into that at all. Like, it's one of those things I just wonder in everything, like, with that. But I, I don't know. I, I find this... This kind of, I, I don't know. How much credence do you, do you give this, Eric? Let's 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 make a quick go around. I mean, I I don't think Paul McCartney died in the '60s. I think the Paul McCartney that is alive today um, is the same Paul McCartney who was on the Ed Sullivan Show, and uh, I I don't give any credence to it. But reading that book was really because again that was the first time that I, and I think there've been a bunch of books written on it, but I can't even remember which one. This was like 2006, I think when I read it. So it's been quite a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, while I don't believe it, I still think it's fascinating. It's, it's like most of these urban legends that we're talking about, there isn't credence or it's flimsy or it's been passed around so many times that little details get added here and there, but it's still like, it's just fascinating because it's not like, Oh, did you hear the tale of old Bobby McGee down in the holler? Yeah, about how he died, and there was a Bobby McGee lookalike to his place. Like this is, and this isn't just like some minor celebrity. This is Paul McCartney, arguably one of the most famous people alive today. Um, so I, I think that that's what kind of gives it some some weight. Is it's about like this? It's it, because he is so open. I mean, if Bobby McGee and the Holler died, I wouldn't know even know who he was. And if you if you replace him with a fake, I'd be like, oh hey, it's Bobby McGee. I'm like, no, Bobby McGee's dead. This is his replacement. <laughs> but the fact that it's someone who's so in the public eye, and it was at a time where it was like at um, the height. It's of not the like, It was at the it was at the height, but also in terms of technology, like you didn't have these high definition pictures of him that you could compare him and computers that could do forensic things although although one of the things i remember reading about in that book um that this is the thing that always kind of this is this to me was almost the most unnerving thing from and i almost forgot this is what sticks in your craw this this is what sticks up this is what sticks in my head and keeps me up at night so there is there was a um he was like a forensic sound engineer and he worked for the fbi or something and he was he could take so the story goes he could listen to recordings of, of, a, of like five different babies and then hear recordings of those babies 20 years later as adults. And just based on like waveforms and stuff like that, he could match the baby to their adult version perfectly. Like they could hear, he could hear, blah, 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 and then he could match it to someone saying, hello, my name is Bobby McGee from down in the holler. Um, He's very however, stuck on this name. <laughs> he took, I'm doing a little callback to I make two minutes ago. Okay, cool. Uh, but then he, so then they took sound uh, from Paul McCartney from early interviews and singing, and then he took recordings and interviews from after this, and apparently was unable to match them. He's like, this isn't the same person talking. <sighs> Ellie, your your thoughts on this? I mean, I don't believe that it's true, 
but I love hearing stories where people can like justify why something is what it is. Mm -hmm. So I I love hearing the conspiracy theory type stuff like that because it's really interesting how people can, you know, make those justify. Yeah, Yeah, they can say, oh well, this is this and this is that, and it's because of this, and it, it's neat to hear that kind of stuff. But no, I I, I don't think that <laughs> I don't think it's true though. But <laughs> but it is really really cool though. I okay for me. Do I believe it? Not really. Uh, if if so, I mean, not only do they get somebody that looks like him, but also sounds like him and had his singing ability too, which um, on my 35, 34 years on this earth, I can tell you my singing ability has not changed one bit, and they were able to get this guy's to change in less than a <laughs> month. So I find that part the most unbelievable if they were able to do this because, um, yeah. yeah, don't ever have me sing. It's awful. On on that, <laughs> I, I, like I said, I think I think all around here it's a fun story and interesting with all the evidence, but it's one of those things. All the evidence might add up to a to nothing because is I mean, it yeah is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. No. Exactly. And plus, I mean, I I'm sure you could do a real quick DNA test on him and his like parent or one of his relatives and find right. that out real quick. But no one's ever done that because why go that far? On, right. on that note, Ellie, how far are you going to go with your last one? How far? I am going to go to the state of Idaho. Potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the alien potato monsters. That... Finally. The oh. truth has been revealed. Oh, right. oh, sorry. Wrong story. Okay. Um... This is one about the water babies of Massacre Rocks. Yeah, this this went a completely different <laughs> different direction than I thought it was going to go when, you, when we were discussing I know. topics. That's why I said wrong. Yep. Okay. Would you like to say what you thought? No, of I'm it? not going oh, to. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know. We, we could save it for another one. Oh. I don't want to spoil it now. Burn that. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is another one that the first kind of like recorded stories um was in the 1800s as well um and this is in the massacre rock state park uh, is where this originated um there was a native american tribe that had a lot of can, issues yes can, can i take a wild very ill-timed guess at why it was named this I mean, go I want ahead. no. I want that dead silence in there. Oh, Continue okay. with your story. Okay. So, um, as uh, I'm sure this is kind of where you were going yes. with it, um, extreme famine, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, mothers would drown their babies in the oh, river. Oh, whoa! <laughs> Be well. <laughs> I mean, basically, they were going to starve, and so they kind of felt like this was. Uh, I guess the nicer thing to do is to end it quickly instead of the suffering. Um, and so they say that to this day, if you are sitting near the river um, and you're very quiet, you can hear the cries of... The babbling of a brook or the babbling of babies? Okay, I, yeah. I'm sorry. I am sorry, everyone. <laughs> It was oh, a boy, lo- we're going swimming. 
Um, but what I thought was really interesting is, so some people say they hear, you know, the cries of the babies in the water, and then some people have a different theory that they have grown gills and fins, and these babies actually survived, um, and they now seek revenge, and they will, um, lure people unexpectedly to the water to die. <laughs> so, hungry, gilled, killer monster, baby somethings. Wow, you, you went down a dark path this episode. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the deep. It, oh my gosh, it is like the deep. <laughs> um, wow. Um, also, it's kind of like the... I'm going to say this completely wrong. La Llorona myth. And if you want more on that, check out the Knights at the Round Table episode where we discuss the movie Curse of La Llorona. And um, babies don't get, well, kids don't get drowned in that, but there sure is one that looks like it gets punted. Oh. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. It's like a five-year-old kid. So does that make it better? Does that make oh. it worse? It's really funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay, so I, I want to discuss this more on just, we've discussed all of these and I don't want to make it seem like we're trying to move on, but Eric, is it okay if we just move on? I'm going to let... That is quite a... You know, actually, I, I came across this one too and I was like, ooh, this sounds fascinating and then it kind of was like, and then they grow gills maybe or you can maybe hear them and I was like, uh, I'm going to pass on this one. Let me go lighthearted. <laughs> so the reason this one kind of stuck with me is because of my love for like just the like really crappy C, D, E, and F um, graded <sighs> movies and sci-fi and weird stuff. I had to I almost said a word unless it's stuff. But I don't know. It's just it's just funny. So so you want this as a movie? <laughs> I don't know if I want to watch it as a movie. It, it would make me sad with okay, the poor baby. Okay. If you It'll be fun to watch as a really bad movie. Okay. Take the movie. But I want pl- I want the version where they 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 have the gills and the fins though. Well, that's no, the no. See, that's where you take it and instead of the piranha movie Digitally replace it with gill finned babies attacking everyone. <laughs> I mean, it sounds pretty good, right? I I I just see. You know what else they sound like? They sound like Pokemon. They actually they they do. See, maybe that's why I like it so much. Did they? Did someone use a water? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're it's gonna just move. the evolved versions of the baby. Yeah, but you have to use a water stone to do it. Well, yeah, the, the mothers hey. used the water stone to crack their heads when they dropped them in the water. And it was, okay, them. okay, I was implying it. <laughs> you, like, imploded it. Also, a fun <laughs> fact, you know you know what uh, stone you have to use to evolve an Eevee into a ghost form? A brick. He got it. Nice. <laughs> All right, on that note, um, I, I, th- I think I'm up for my last one. <laughs> God, thank you, Eric, for that. That was perfectly timed. Thank you. You are welcome. Thank you. Um, I am going with the Alaskan Triangle, also sometimes called, and I hate when they do this because this is the dumbest thing in the world, the Alaskan Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Ooh. They should call the Bermuda Triangle 
the Alaskan Bermuda Alaskan Bermuda Triangle. Because I know that with like the Dragon Sea and like uh, over near Japan or China, it's like the the um, the the Eastern Bermuda Triangle. And I'm like, no, just it's just the blank. It's it's whatever area it is. You saying triangle already implies enough. Anyways, so this is the Alaskan Bermuda Triangle, and this stretches from Juneau to Anchorage to Burrow, which uh, that is basically up in the Arctic Ocean. So basically, this stretches about good mm, one third of the state, almost. Which Alaska's a big state. A big so this state. is yeah. So this is a very big area, and it is known for mysterious sightings of unidentified creatures, unidentified lights, mysterious disappearances, you name it, it's happened here. There's a lot of stuff, but the thing I want to focus in on is a few different things. One, all of these things that we have mentioned do not have a police record to them that is a like factual like here's actual dead people that happened with this, right? Right, right. I think we can, I mean unless Paul McCartney's dead then there's a factual one, but besides that I don't think any of ours up to this point have an actual, like, factual, this person, like, died. Well, mine does have one. In October of 1972, yes, I didn't even realize when I looked this up that this would be also from the month. Um, a small private plane carrying House Majority Leader Hale Boggs and a congressman from, and a congressman's aide vanished. Vanished into thin air, basically. No wreckage was found. They did a search for, I think it was like 29 or 39 days. Nothing. Not a single thing. And they were flying from Anchorage to Juneau. So right through the Alaskan Triangle. And to this day, no one has any clue what happened. But since 1988, more than 16,000 people have disappeared in the Alaskan Triangle. And that... That is twice the rate of the national average. So, I mean, in that, uh, any, any given year, they can have from either 500 to 2,000 people go missing in Alaska. That's just Alaska in general, by the way. That's not this particular area, but that's just Alaska in general. Um, like I said, there's tons of Native American lore of this area. This is um, a very harsh environment, too. Alaska is a very unforgiving, not that I've ever been there, but I've, trust me, there's plenty of reasons why if you look at Alaska, there's like five different reality shows, just people just trying to stay alive <laughs> out there. And it's not like try to survive a day in Alaska. It's like, no, we're just going to go watch somebody who lives there by choice survive. Like it is a very harsh environment and everything. There are giant bears up there and much, much less the pair. Okay. If we take out the paranormal weird lights, disappearances and everything it still is something that is a harsh conditions i can't tell you how many people like go out into the woods and think oh man i, I can handle this and then it's like they have to get evac'd out within like a day or something yeah. alaska is not like the ability to be evac'd out of some areas like there's like ice cravat there's there's tons of stuff that just can just you're gone basically no mystery to it like you fall into something you're gone grizzly bear thing gets hungry and sees you you're gone Eagle Gone. decides to pick you up and fly you off. And that's the other thing. Like, Thunderbirds are apparently sighted. Like, this triangle is a smorgasbord of, like, all the weird stuff you can think of. There's even, like, signs of Bigfoot. There's some half-otter, half-man creature. Not the one we all know, but there's apparently <laughs> one up in Alaska, too. Um, wow. 
I got there. Um, I cannot remember. There is an actual name for them, but I cannot remember off the top of my head, nor am I going to try to butcher the pronunciation of it, but they're kind of like... It's pronounced dope. Yes, it is pronounced dope. Um, But they're kind of like the Skinwalker version, the the Alaskan Skinwalker, if anyone knows what Skinwalkers are, which is a whole other urban legend, which I'm not going to get into because, one, talking about them apparently like invites them into your life and two i'm just gonna end it there because i'm not that like into myths and stuff but i'm not gonna invite it in my life with that but yeah i just found this this alaskan thing freaking crazy that like with with the amount of things that go missing people that go missing and everything and just that like this is like a zone of like people just went bye-bye and like i said there was a congress majority leader like that sorry senate majority leader that went poof up there basically so that's crazy i i just that that's you know where he went he went to torrid yes i there's there's there up callback um i think there's a travel channel series that's starting called um the alaskan triangle this is not us plugging it this is no like plug for it i'm just mentioning that because when i looked this up it kept on giving me like a air date 2020 so i was like Oh, and I was like, I'll watch an episode, and it's behind a paywall, so I guess I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, I hope there's a series going into these mysteries and stuff, like this one, or any of the other ones we've mentioned, and I'm sure there are plenty of series that have gone into these. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that one, because like I said, I find it interesting. I love Alaska, and as a constant reminder, Alaska is the honey badger of states. It doesn't give a shit who you are. It will <laughs> eat you alive, apparently. Uh, my apologies to anyone who has been eaten alive in Alaska. On that note, we got some news to discuss now. So, yes, oh, we, it's news time. Yes, we we've got some news to discuss. Um, first thing out of the gate, let's just talk about this real quick. The PlayStation was announced. The pricing, when it's coming out, the pricing is five hundred and four hundred. Um, which is for the console with the disc drive, the same as the Xbox. For the console without, it's what a hundred dollars or fifty bucks difference. Hundred more. Okay, it's 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 a hundred more. Sorry, my bad. Um, thoughts on the pricing? I'm gonna go with you, Eric. I is about what I expected. Okay. I think I might have said. I think when we did our prediction for it. I think I might have said six hundred for the kind of the highball. I think I might have said six hundred for the disc drive based one. So, um, you may have been closest without going so over. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, so with, with I, going, yeah, over. So I kind of, I kind of highballed it. So when I saw five hundred, I was especially after since we knew at this point what the Xbox pricing was going to be. I was like, yeah, it's going to be probably the same. And I said, and I said, but I don't think they're going to go as cheap as Xbox on the all digital one. I said that one is going to be a little. I thought it'd be maybe fifty or hundred more. And there we go. Uh, Ellie, your your thoughts on the pricing? I don't have a problem with the. I mean, it's about what I thought it was going to be. Um, I'm starting to decide if, I don't know, I'm kind of starting to sit there and go, you know what, maybe I don't need the one with the disk drive. I think I'm going back on my, I originally said I (laughs) had to definitely have the one with the disk drive because of the, you know, if we find a good deal. But it's like, I always go back to the games that I don't have to switch the discs out for. I play those more. So, <laughs> so I, I feel like it's I'm really starting to get to that point to where it's 
I'll buy it online anyway, so, um, because there's really no, I mean, there's no difference in the system other than that, so, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, I think I'm changing my mind on which one I want, but I, I was not surprised by the prices, no. Refuse to buy it, until they did it with the God of War, because they announced the new God of War, which oh we all knew was coming, God. I want the God of War system, I, 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 we have bought plenty of systems over the years, not just the PlayStations, but other systems over the years. I have my um, Halo Reach 360. I have my original Halo Xbox. And where are they? They're sitting around the basement. No, that... they're in boxes. <laughs> no. So here's my... That's my point. But the thing is, I want one of those special edition consoles. But the problem is with special edition consoles, yeah. honestly... Um, they're great if you're going to buy them to collect them and put them on a shelf somewhere. But as your everyday user, if something goes wrong with them, then you're going to be paranoid to send them back to get it repaired. I, I just, I don't know. I don't. So you're I mean, assuming something's going to go wrong. Well, yeah, eventually. Nothing happened to our Xbox, um, our Xbox One, um, Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare One. Which, by the way, um, we only bought that because it had the terabyte hard drive in it. No interest. Yes, it was an okay Call of Duty game, but was that the breaking point? No, it was the terabyte hard drive in the system was right. the was the call for that one. Uh, also, speaking of special edition systems, uh, apparently Animal Crossing is going to be having a relaunch. I mean, kind of you're going to be able to find their the Animal Crossing Switch again soon. Yep. For a little bit, which I thought was awesome. Well, cool. we all know which one I would like to have. <sighs> which one, Allie? Disney system. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. That's that system is the coolest thing ever. Um, so Eric, how much did the um, Animal Crossing one go for on like secondary purchases of people? Or it did was you... it was pretty high up there. But here's the thing, because when that came out, it was right before Animal Crossing. Because it, it came out like a week or two before Animal Crossing, and Animal Crossing came out right at the start of the pandemic here in the U.S. Yes. Oh. And so. Also, fun fact. System does not come with Animal Crossing. Continue. Yes, yeah, so it does not. It's just Steam. Uh, so yeah, no. So so at that point, because of the pandemic in general, um, it was they were having trouble with their manufacture, with their supply, uh, being able to get switches out. So switches in general were, were flying off of shelves like you could not. They, get they one. still are sold uh, out in a lot of places. And, exactly, and they're st- like now they're getting more of a like, hey, here's a restock. But they're as soon as they're restocked, they're they're gone again. Um, but yeah, the Animal Crossing one, especially a lot of people wanted that one, and it is a pretty cool looking one. Although as an animal, as a big Animal Crossing fan, um, I don't know if I personally would want it, but it's still very cool. Um, but yeah, a lot of people wanted it, and it went pretty high. So it's it's good it's good to see it's back. But I feel sorry for those people who paid like double and triple prices and stuff like that. So on that note, bye bye bye. Um, okay, so as I said, with the oh place, my what? gosh, what? What, why did you say bye, bye, bye? To tell people to go out and buy it. Okay. I got scared for a minute. That I was going to go buy it? <laughs> or, the, or that? Yes. Okay. Um, so, the other thing. So, there, there are other news things. We're probably not going to get to everything, but there's a few things that I think we need to discuss. Uh, as we said, um, this podcast is obviously very Nintendo PlayStation biased. On that note, how much do we like Bethesda? 
<laughs> a lot? Not enough? Worth like buying an Xbox? Best, uh... Now, is well, this... Especially when... Go, go ahead. Go on. You you might well, answer my question. Especially... Oh, I was going to say, the just the whole... Because, like, the biggest thing is not only are they... You know what? Let's just... I'm gonna let's let's go back to you. You're you're the host with the most, so let's just go to yours. Okay, is I I have not looked up too much information on this, but I've looked up enough to not be ignorant. But uh, allow me to be ignorant real quick. Does this mean that all Bethesda games are now going to be exclusive, or is it just stuff being made? It's now like it within, is okay. Go ahead. So what I read is is, is it's going to be a case by case basis. Yeah. Yes, there are going to okay. be yeah. Xbox. Did you not exclusives. see that? No, I didn't oh, read it. Okay. Yeah. But I was too busy reading about the Mass Effect stuff, which I'll get to later. Like they said there will be a case-by-case basis where it might come out on other systems. It might come out first on Xbox and then release right. on other systems later. Um, like, I know Doom Eternal is still supposed to be coming out on Switch, and they say, like, that's not in jeopardy. Um, so things like that. So I, it'll be interesting to see how it goes through. Because the thing I was going to talk about was, um, like, all these games are be coming out day one on game pass which is huge yeah do you think this was a okay do you think them purchasing bethesda was a response to the lackluster um reception of the xbox is is that bad is is that is that okay i'm not trying to sound like a biased person here because i don't feel like i feel like we are at times but at the same time i'm like they didn't have a good. They didn't show up too well. No offense. With the I console reveal, I don't think so because that's this is the kind of deal that had to take a long time. This was not a. Oh hey, this isn't so good. Let's buy one of the biggest studios in the industry. Like, I feel like this was going on for some time. Okay. Um, and it just so happened they weren't final. Things weren't finalized. So. At the beginning, it was like, oh, they have their usual Halo and Gears. and But I think this was going on. And I think also it was probably a good way to just get some more exclusives. Because, I mean, think about it. I mean, they don't have as many exclusives. I mean, they have, the ones they have are great. But I feel like they want to have some more under their belt. So that's why I totally think they wanted to go for this. And could totally see them saying, like, hey, let's get this. So, yeah, I don't know. I was thinking, I was trying to remember when the last, like, exclusive came out for Xbox. So I was like, I'm sitting there playing Ghost of Tsushima the other day. I'm like, God, this is such a great game. And I'm like, when was the last time I actually was like, I need to pick up my Xbox? I'm like, Halo has not had a new game in a while. So. um, Yeah, I mean, and with Xbox, I I don't really have a room to talk because their exclusives are just franchises. I, well, genres of games that I just normally don't gravitate towards what bromancing man games where 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 where, where, where you get a testosterone meter and once it gets to max you and your bros can bump fist i'm just not a shooter fan like strictly shooter um now if they got some like discount you know bargain bin new xbox system and the new fable comes out i was about to say i'm gonna hit hit with the fable yeah so then yes i would um and i don't think this is gonna happen but if the new um elder scrolls game comes out and it would feast I don't like I said I don't think it would happen it might be out first but i don't think they would be dumb enough 
to make it exclusive to Xbox. Um, I would just, I, that would blow my, blow my mind because I'm sure if you pulled numbers, I'm sure more people play that on Sony. The on online. PC. No, but I'm saying between, between the consoles, I'm pretty sure probably Sony, more Sony people play it than I would say Microsoft. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, those are the two that I can think of is, is Fable. And then if. Bethesda tried to make Elder Scrolls exclusive. That would be obviously another one I'd play. Okay, I'm, I'm going to hit us with a few, a few exclusive. I mean, a few Bethesda-made games. I'm going to franchises. I'm going to see which ones we think would be exclusive. Um, with the newer going forward games, not something that was in production. Uh, Elder, I know there's an Elder Scrolls in production, but that doesn't count. Right. Um, the Doom franchise, Xbox exclusive. Think, Ellie. Don't care. No. <laughs> Okay, Eric's going with no. I'm going with no as well. No. I'm going with no as well because they made a big point of getting that thing on the Switch and having it available on the Switch. That's so such a legacy yeah. uh, franchise in gaming, and it's popular. I don't think it being tied to one console would be a good idea. Uh, the Fallout series. <sighs> I could see it being PC, Xbox as well. exclusive. Well, PC Xbox, and Xbox is. I'm going with, um, not exclusive, but it would come out first, and you'd have to wait, like, three to six months before you can get it on the other console. All right. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, As a side note, I love Fallout. I've not been impressed with, um, the past two games, so I wasn't a big fan of 4. I did not like the, um, building a town thing. I know that it was optional, and I know people that love that building mechanic. I couldn't stand it. Well, I mean, personally, and but, Fallout seventy six was a and, game. I mean, and I like Assassin's Creed, <laughs> but there are some that are just horrible, and some that I love. So, I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. And finally, the Elder Scrolls series. I don't think they would dare do it exclusive. I think if they're going to do anything, it's a delayed release. I think all this is While smoke in I... the air. I really don't think that they're going to have any of the major ones are going to be exclusive. They'd be dumb to do well, that. I agree with what Ellie says, but I think it would be super ballsy of them to do that, to yep. actually make it an exclusive, just to be like, hey, you want to play the next in this very popular series? That hasn't had a game on current-gen console. consoles, technically? Yeah, you're going to have to buy ours. Yeah, you're going to have to buy our box. Yeah. Um, can anyone mention the, the last Elder Scrolls game that came out, what system it was for? Uh, sorry, what, what Elder Scrolls came out and what system it was originally on. Wasn't it on 360? And PlayStation 3. The Elder Scrolls yeah. Skyrim, I'm not including the online one, that's a whole separate thing. Well, but that's what they've been focusing on is that. They've been pumping out like extra content for that for years. But that's not their like big seller know, of stuff. Like people would rather... Okay, what game do they constantly like? There is a new system announced. It is immediately Grand Theft Auto and Skyrim will be yeah will be on it because that's the thing. You sit there and think, oh no, there's there there's been a new um, Elder Scrolls game this console generation. It's like no, you're just playing Skyrim for the fifteenth time. Yeah. No, I have. Oh. So that's my thing. I'm like, they haven't done anything recently, which just means they might be working on something mind blowingly amazing. But. 
I don't know. I, 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 I'm with Eric. It would be like the ballsiest move to make that one the exclusive. Yeah, that's what I said. I don't think they will. I think they'll. I, I can see them doing a delayed release though. I can definitely see them going. Let's let's scratch Microsoft's so, back and say you can only get it for the Xbox, but for the first three months. I mean, I think that's what. So they're a Final do. Fantasy VII remake because it's supposed to come out on Xbox. Yeah. At some point. Right. So you think? No, I, think that, I don't think they delay it that long. I don't think it would be that big of a delay. If they need to sell consoles, it might. Uh, or or people say screw you and just get a get a PlayStation Five and just say one day we'll buy that. I don't think they have <laughs> enough repertoire to have people go. Okay, I'm going to buy an Xbox instead of a PlayStation. Like I just don't think they have enough. That company I don't think has enough pull. I just Bethesda don't, doesn't. I don't think so. Okay. No, not not to buy a paperweight. Ellie, what's 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 your Twitter, by the way? Can you say it now, real quick? <laughs> Dude, if I'm saying no offense to Switch fans, but if I'm gonna play my Switch over that, that's saying something. Because normally, and your Switch has a drift can drift problem oh right my now God, too. I'm so annoyed. Yes. My my poor Link just keeps falling off the towers. <laughs> it makes me cry. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what is it? Oh, darn it. Um, no, I, I'm just saying. It's like, I just, I'm a, you know, I'm a huge RPG fan. I just, Microsoft just does not really have much for that fan base. Like, they just, they just don't. And Switch has some great exclusives for for RPGs, a lot of the stuff that you can't even get on on Sony. So, you know, I appreciate that, that they're trying to, you know, get a pool for those people too. It's not just Mario and not just this. So, mm-hmm. so I, 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 I like what Nintendo does. Microsoft just has, if you're not a shooter person or um, they're pretty big Car. on their, the, the, the uh, Forza games are really yeah. big. Um, shooters, cars, and, and they do have a, a good amount of some of the indie stuff. Um, but, but so does, so does Nintendo and so does Sony. Um. Yeah, Nintendo has a game called Hades. I mean, it would be I a great know. game. It's, it's like a phenomenal <laughs> game that, that is a total roguelike that, like, totally people should play. I mean, Eric, would, would, would you dedicate, I don't know, five, ten hours into the game like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. It sounds like a game that everyone should be playing right now. Once again, that game is Hades, both available on Steam and Switch. Wow, okay. Not sponsored. I was going to say. But Um, what would we know about that? (laughs) But I just want to do, I I want to do a quick rundown, though, really, of... of, Tokyo Game Show, yes. Um, So, just some fun (sighs) stuff. Uh, They they showed some new information about uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Eric, are you excited as our local monster uh, hunter? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> can, can can you like bring armies of cats in now? Yes. And you got a doggo, and you have doggos. So you have you can take two felines with you. You can take two doggos, one that you can ride, one that can attack, or one of each. <laughs> okay. When you said doggo, I'm assuming a small like corgi sized dog. 
but then you said ride, so I'm once again assuming a small corgi-sized dog. Oh. Yes, it, it's, 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 it's actually two corgis that you wear, like, uh, roller skates. Wow. Well, you have one on each foot. This is the perfect game. The perfect game has been made. Ellie, sorry, Bro. continue. Oh, no, no, you're fine. Um, so it was fun watching some of that. Um, the Hyrule Warriors, if you have a save file for Breath <gasps> of the Wild, you get a oh. special wooden training sword. I thought I was getting excited because I'm like, oh. oh, if you have a special and, save file for the first one. And, <laughs> and officially, they officially, they officially unveiled um, that Impa's going to be the, the seventh playable character. Ooh. And then, Young Impa from 100 years ago. And in Japan, it's been no announcement if this if we're going to get it, but um, they're going to have a, an edition that has a um, metal charm um, and then a parasol blanket. So not sure if we're going to get that edition. Wait, like, like a physical a one? Size. The, the, the blanket? Yeah. Full size, yes. Like a physical, I put it on the floor in front of me blanket. It, we yeah. won't. Japan and Europe get yeah. all the cool pre-order bonuses. Yeah, we don't. It's like, Here's okay, thing. no, no, I'm saying, I, I want to make sure it's not something for in the game. I'm no, no. saying, like, is it a physical, yeah. I hold it in my hand. Yeah. Okay, yes. cool. But they're, right, so they announced that they're getting that special edition, but there's unfortunately no word of us getting that. Um, so, want want. Um, You'll get thrown at you by an associate. Social distance. <laughs> Uh, Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires is coming out next year for pretty much old and new Switch, PS4, PS5, the other systems, <laughs> PC, you know. Um, <laughs> a box. Possibly an Xbox. We're just kidding. We're just, I don't think you are anymore. We're just, <laughs> we're just kidding. Um, then, uh... I don't know if you've ever played this series, and I always say it wrong, so please help me. I'm sure Eric knows how to pronounce it. Is it Nier or Nair, or it's the N-I-E? It's, it's, it's L.A. Nier. Noir. It, 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 sounds, it sounds like Nier, but yeah, it looks like Nier, but yeah, Nier. <laughs> Not L.A. Noir. I have been playing that again, though. Um, so they are basically, um, in the United States, the original game back in 2010, I played it a lot. I loved it um, on the PS3. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the main character was older, but the uh, J Japanese version, it was a younger, like, main character. And they're doing not like a remake, it's more like a remaster. But they're bringing that version over here. So where we get to play it as the newer, younger character. But the name is killing me. Um, <laughs> it, has, it has version point one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine is actually part of the title. Oh, so it's one of the new Xboxes. <laughs> I just think that's funny. Or like, Kingdom is, Hearts games. What is that? That's ridiculous. Uh, so if you like that series, it looks gorgeous. I'm excited. I can't wait to try it. Uh, obviously, not till next year. More like springtime. I think it was like April. And uh, then the couple new phone games are coming out. There's like a new Kingdom Hearts game. If you're into the mobile stuff, uh, they're doing a Ninukuni 
mobile game that looks kind of interesting called Cross Worlds. And then, of course, our CGI version of Resident Evil coming to Netflix. Yes. Do we know uh, who the characters are it focuses on? Da 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 da. I don't know. I just oh. found out about this today. Oh, I thought you knew. Okay. No. Uh, Leon Eric, and Claire. Oh, oh sorry. Wah wah. <laughs> Eric, who could they possibly be? <laughs> Is it going to be uh, Chris and Jill? <laughs> and Leon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, and then Claire. Yes, and and Claire. It. We, we're basing it off of the friends. we're going crazy um okay so i'm excited about that um very excited about that but what i'm more excited to say is what i'm watching right now yes ellie what are you currently watching on netflix (laughs) i I don't know why i thought i knew that that's what you were going to be asking yes because i i i I want i want to have this moment where i can be prideful in the fact i called what you were watching on your phone from across the room while making a salad i went wait a second Okay, when someone screams in a very like devastating voice, dragon. What what else did you? I think didn't even hear gonna... that part. Oh, I just whatever. was like, "Wait okay. a second, Ellie's watching somewhere on her phone. This can't be child appropriate, and it's not the boy, so it has to be." Go ahead, Dragon's Dogma. There you go. I'm in the third episode. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um, the an- the art the animation art style is just freaking gorgeous i i love the kind of hybrid that it's doing it's it's really cool and i am super excited awesome eric what are you playing right now like what's your game right uh, now? uh god i'm playing a million things right now i'm bouncing between animal crossing still um playing hades yes. like we mentioned earlier yes which is tons of fun uh and i'm playing in my backlog ai the somnium files which is a pretty fun game what was it i'm sorry it's called AI the Somnium Files. It's kind of a. It's by you know the the game uh, Nine Nine Nine. It came out on DS, I believe, and it's kind of like a visual novel. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of along those lines. You play this um, this detective who solves crimes by going into people's dreams, oh. and okay. someone he knows is murdered, and he's trying to figure out who it is, and he somehow gets involved with like this pop star who. Well, I won't. I won't because this is actually getting this point. It is very story heavy, and okay. um, I really recommend it. It's a it's a lot of fun. Um, they, it usually goes on sale on the eShop. I got it physically, but it goes on this on sale on the eShop fairly often. Um, but it, it's actually it, it's very dark, but it's also very funny too. Um, but yeah, it's it's great. Actually, the last time I played, I hit like a huge twist where like I thought something happened, kind of shocking, and then. It turns out there was a big twist to that, and I was like, holy shit. So, oh, <laughs> pardon the language. I was like, holy poop. <laughs> holy guacamole. Uh, I myself have actually gotten back to playing, um, I was going to say Sekiro Heroes Die twice, but I'm like, no, it's Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, I was going to say. The other game with the sword. Um, no, I've gotten back to playing that, and I've think i wasted a ton of time just exploring the island. And That's you know what? Wasting. Uh, no, 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 I just meant there was... <laughs> Technically, you could say it was wasting time. I had so fun the entire pretty. time. Uh, and as for what I'm watching right now, I'm going back and watching Seinfeld for no apparent reason, because why not? Uh, yes, a, what a great, creepy way to end this show is for me to talk about Seinfeld. Anyways, we'll be back with more creepy content the rest of the month. Eric, where can people find more from you? 
You can find me at Eric Berg and at Berg. And you can find Zygnus, of course, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find great content and great podcasts. Uh, you can also, of course, listen to us on a ton of different apps as well. But if you have an urban legend we didn't mention that you wish we had talked about, let us know. Whose urban legend was your favorite? What are you playing right now? What are you watching right now? Let us know on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or wherever. We'd love to hear it. Did Ellie make a bad choice by watching Dragon's Dogma? Or is it, as somebody has said, as good as Castlevania on Netflix? Which is a bold statement in my opinion. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Bye! You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.